Hi, good morning, and welcome to another episode of Ask Ellie, Intuitive Insights and Your Questions Answered. Today is episode 43, and whoa, <laughs> that music. <laughs> So today, I am so happy to share with you, we're going to talk about your questions that have been posed, and then we're going to talk about Uranus in Taurus. It's been two years since we've had this transit, and we're going to take a look at what we can expect throughout the next coming years. Imagine being able to predict the unpredictable. Okay, and so without further ado... I am your hostess, Ellie Molina. I am an intuitive, a psychic, an educator, an author, and an intuitive consultant. And if you're interested in reaching me, by all means, email me at ellie at elliemolina.com. And so, without further ado, let's get started today. And welcome, March. 23rd. So, today is March 23rd, and we have a Mercury square Mars in Pisces and Gemini. And so what that means for us on a day-to-day basis is that our minds have the opportunity to be filled with brilliant light and evident to, um, really an evident to everybody. So if we have projects that we're tempted to do, don't rush into them right now. Do them slowly. Take your time. And um, the things that you put down now that you begin, especially if you started them the other day during the um, really strong conjunction of Mercury sextile Uranus and Mars trine Saturn, the actions that were taken on the 21st are going to have long-term effects and really spectacular results. Again, you've got to stick to these. You got to stick to them and make them work. You just don't plant the seeds and pull them up along the way. Um, I came across a really, really wonderful uh, poem, if you will, so to speak. And I thought I'd like to share it with you before I begin the rest of these the questions. The author of this is unknown. And the poem says, a careless word may kindle strife. A cruel word may wreck a life. A bitter word may hate instill. A brutal word may even kill. A gracious word may smooth the way. A joyous word may light the way. A timely word may lessen stress. A loving word may heal and bless. So the author of that is unknown, and I just thought it was really apropos. So when we go about our days, we do want to be extremely mindful of the words that we're speaking, because as this poem indicates, even a a careless word can really kindle strife. And A cruel word can even wreck someone's life. So rather than use words to hurt other people, even unintentionally, let's start to strive to putting out words of joy 
and words of happiness and loving words to heal and bless. I mean, I think it's just a great way to start our day anyway. So, all right, let's get going. I'd like to welcome everybody that's in the room right now and um, so excited to have you all here. And I've got a special surprise because we're talking about Uranus in Taurus. And so Uranus in Taurus is predicting the unpredictable. So, how, you know, it's kind of amazing. How do you predict the unpredictable? But it's pretty cool. And so I wasn't planning on doing this, but before I get started, I just want to let you know, if you are currently listening to this podcast and you are here live, I'm offering you a free session. Only you have to email me before we hang up. And the email is Ellie, E-L-L-Y, at Ellie Molina, E-L-L-Y-M-O-L-I-N-A, EllieMolina.com. Now, this offer is only good for those people who are on the live podcast. And so you have until 10.30 or 7.30 a.m., uh, if you're on the Pacific Coast time, to send me just an email, giving me your name and your email and saying, hey, I heard you live. And you're going to get a 20-minute session on me. And um, so if you've ever had a reading by me, you'll know that this is this is a fun thing to have. <laughs> so again, it is Ellie at EllieMolina.com. So take advantage of this unpredicted uh, unpredicted opportunity, I guess. Let's call it an opportunity that I just decided to do today at the spur of the moment. Okay. My first question today is out of New York City, and it is by TP. And TP asks, I have a, re I have a relocation question. I just got a new position right outside of New York. We currently live in Manhattan, and my husband works in New York City. We have a young child. What is the best course for us to take right now? Do we move to a new state? Do we rent here? Do we buy? All right, TP, that's a loaded question. So let's take a quick look. All right. So number one, I don't know if you know this, um, but there is going to be another child on the way. So that is something that you may want to prepare yourself for, uh, even if you're not expecting it. But then again, you know, we're working with Uranus and Taurus, so we can, again, expect the unexpected. So I'm seeing another child over here on the way. So just prepare yourself for that TP. And with that in mind, if you're creating now and you're setting your goal as to what do I want to have now, I'm going to have possibly, potentially, possibly two children. All right, where do I want to live? What kind of, what kind of opportunity do I want to provide for them? Okay. Now, seeing that this is a new job that is out of state, I'm going to just tell you what I'm seeing over here right now. And you may not like what I'm seeing, but I'm going to tell you what I'm seeing that for the time being right now, it would be advisable to continue staying in New York. It would also be advisable as much as one does not like to do this to rent because you are in transition. 
So for you to purchase something right now, well, that would be wonderful. You know, again, you'd want to hold on to that long term. That would be an investment. You can rent that out. Again, if you have the finances for that, then absolutely go purchase something and do it in Manhattan. Now, I am seeing good news coming. So this is going to be exciting good news. So it looks like you're going to be finding the perfect solution for your new home. I'm also seeing extra money coming. So it looks as if there's going to be a purchase of a property and this will be wonderful. You'll stay there, then you'll be able to rent it. And then with time coming up, you'll be able to decide if and when you choose to relocate because of your new job. All right. Um, if you have any other questions, TP, then please, by all means, um, send me an email and that's at Ellie at EllieMolina.com. Okay. Hey, everybody. Good morning. We've got quite a number of people on the show. So I threw out an offer today. And before I get started and talk about um, Uranus and Taurus, I'm just going to offer this again. If you're on the podcast and you're interested in having a 20-minute session on me, psychic reading, intuitive, then what you'll need to do is send me an email at ellie at elliemolina.com and just say I'm on the podcast live today because I see who's here. <laughs> so I'll know that you're I'll know that you're here. So if you want to take advantage of this offer, just email me and tell me, hey, I was on the podcast today and I'd love to have a 20-minute session. And that's what you're gonna get. Okay, let's talk about um just say hello to everybody. Good morning, Steph White. Oh, I miss you. And <laughs> hey, listen, girl, take advantage of my 20 minutes. Email me. Uh, <laughs> all right. And Tino Sugar, hello. How are you? I don't know who you are, but if you're interested in a 20-minute session, by all means, send me an email. Bobo, good morning. And PBG90, oh my, okay. Um, please, if you're interested in 20 minutes on me, send me an email. And Shirley, et cetera, et cetera. Hi, good morning. Um, send an email if you've never had a session with me and you're interested in looking at seeing what that's like. Email me, ellie at elliemolina.com. And uh, let's get going. Hey, everybody, so much fun. All right, so Taurus in, no, Uranus in Taurus. What happens? All right, so. First of all, one of the things is that it's already been here for a few years. It entered in um, 2018 for a short while, and it will leave in 2026. Now, Uranus is the planet of great change. Uranus is the planet of the unexpected. We never know what we're going to get. It's unpredictable. And Taurus is the planet of earthiness and groundedness. It is the planet of money. It is the planet of the earth. Again, I'm kind of repeating myself. Yeah. So it's the planet of money and it's the planet, the, the, it's the zodiac sign. It's not a planet. I'm sorry. It is the zodiac sign of money. It is the zodiac sign of earth. It relates to food. It relates to farming. It relates to money. Uranus, on the other hand, oh, and it also relates to, to nature. So in terms of, you know, natural disasters and just even wonderful things happening in nature, that is all about Taurus, really, really grounded. However, the thing is that Uranus is the great upheaver and Uranus represents revolution. It 
represents unpredictability and it also represents genius. So it now we're going to have to take a look at what spectrum we're going to approach this from. So let's take a look historically of where things that happened in the past. So we know what's been happening since Uranus has been in Taurus, you know, right now we've seen what's going on over here. You know, we've, we're only two years into this transit and we've seen that the largest democracy in the history of the world was crippled by the coronavirus. Uh, we witnessed the capital of the United States stormed as in a, in a dystopian sci-fi novel. Babies and young children are looking at, at life with masks as if this were normal. We're promised new vaccines will return life to the way that we remember. You know, then we've had these crazy power outages and freezing temperatures in Texas. There was an iceberg the size of New York City that broke off of Antarctica in February. And we're only two years into this. So let's take a look at some recent history about what's happened um, in the, during the Let's look at the past. So the last time that Taurus entered, oh boy, the last time Uranus entered Taurus was in 1934 and it stayed until 1942. And during those years, United States and Europe were working their way out of the Great Depression. Hitler and Mao Zedong both rose to power. We had extreme weather. Again, this is Uranus and Taurus lightning bolts striking the earth. Uh, we had historical earthquakes in Turkey, Pakistan, Romania, and Chile. Then not a lot of people remember the Dust Bowl storms and the entire period was overshadowed, of course, by the horrors of World War II and the Holocaust. And so we have a tendency to forget these things. And now we're looking back at what, what else happened, you know? And if we go back to 1602, all right, there's a another point in history, when Uranus was in Taurus, the, D the Dutch East India Company was founded. And here, this country, you know, the Netherlands back there created, like, created the first monopolistic trading empire dealing mostly in spice. They were the first multinational corporation. It was revolutionary thinking, and it brought fabulous wealth to Holland. And it, believe it or not, it was the first publicly created corporation. So, what happens is when Uranus is in Taurus, it's genius and it can bring about financial revolutions and it encourages people to think outside of the box. So it's not all doom and gloom and we're looking at, oh my God, you know, it's all doom and gloom and what are we going to do? This presents us also with an amazing opportunity to think again outside the box and look at what can we create and can we be prepared for these unexpected revolutions? Because uh, we're going to, they're going to be upon us. And let's start with now one of the things that we know is happening. And, you know, again, you can sleep through this and then wonder what's coming. Only if you are so aware, pay attention to what's going on. We are going to have major changes in global finances in the coming years. Um, pay attention to the stock market learn about cryptocurrencies, learn about investing, learn what you can in terms, I'm not talking about placing bets, I'm talking about creating political um, and financial stability for yourself. Everything is consciousness. And so we do know 
that genius is going to be created during this time. Let's get back to um, the earth. So first of all, the earth will go through some more major changes. We cannot even predict this because that is the part of Uranus. We don't know what, what will happen. You know, will there be a major pole shift? Will this happen? Will we discover alien? What will happen? That no one can really predict that because Uranus is unpredictable. But what we can predict is that we can start to see that it's time to rewire and it's already happening. You know, if we're paying attention, we're already in the process of, re not we personally, but people in the industry are already in the process of re rewiring the basis of our economy. And the last time that was done was during Uranus and Taurus. We also had um, the creation of social security during that time. So now, one of the things that we're looking at um, in terms of what's happening here is that we're going to be looking at the new cryptocurrencies. We're going to be looking at something called DeFi, which is um, decentralized financing. And it's, this is blockchain-based forms of financing. It will no longer rely on the central financing institutions, you know, such as brokerages, exchanges, or banks. Um, we're going to be looking at, look, this is, I'm going to tell you quite honestly, I do not know all that much about this at this moment in time. However, I have been learning as much as I can. So this is the new way we are going to be working away from the centralized bank. And so it's going to cost, it's going to create a lot of havoc and a lot of problems for us in terms of the old and the new because the old structures are going to have to give, they're going to have to change. And with the old structures changing, either it's going to happen very naturally and we're going to go along or it will be revolutionary. And so with genius, of course, comes revolution. And so the thing that I'm going to suggest for everybody listening over here is to participate in becoming part of the revolution and I don't talk about going, you know, I'm not talking about, I'm talking about creative revolution. So what does it look like to be a creative revolutionary? Well, it means tapping into your own genius and trusting your intuition. So firstly, how does one, or what does it take to tap into your own genius? Well, just, you know, on a practical level, what it takes is spend a little less time scrolling on Facebook and on Instagram and maybe even pay attention to how much time you're giving to becoming uh, the follower of someone else. And look at yourself as to what you can contribute. And if you don't know what it is that you can contribute, a wonderful way to think about what you can contribute is to spend uh, 15 minutes every single morning writing down five new ideas, you know, just to sit down and get yourself into a meditative zone and say, what five new ideas can I come up with today? And, you know, if you come up with five ideas today and then five ideas tomorrow, you know, by the end of the week, if you only think five days a week, you'll have 25 ideas. Multiply that through an entire year. And it just takes one idea it just takes one idea to create something and to create a new stream of income or to create uh, some, yeah, a new stream of income if that's something that you're focusing on or a new, a new way of thinking to allow you to improve your life. So 
I'm suggesting that you do spend a few minutes every single day writing down some new ideas that will expand you and your business and your life so that you take advantage and tap into your own creative genius. Okay, now let's talk about some other changes that we can expect to see during this. And these are pretty much, you know, predictable and unpredictable. So if we go back now to Uranus and um, Uranus and the Taurus, again, Taurus is the Earth. So what if the Earth gets a new look? in terms of farming. So the way that things are going right now, because there is a farming crisis and there's a big problem with farming and we know this. And so with Uranus in Taurus, this would be an opportune time for people to take a look at their consciousness around food. We need people to teach the population and the larger consciousness what is it that we're eating? We have to make that connection. You know, GMOs are very prevalent right now. And as it looks, they're just growing and growing. And we're going to be eating fake food. So is that what you want? You know, um, I know that most everybody on the podcast listening to me is not interested in eating fake food. But what about all the people that don't even know that there is something called fake food? You know, you go into the supermarket and you see all the packages and packages and packages of processed food. People are eating this. So this is just a little tidbit. But in 1601 to 1603, there was a famine in Russia that killed one third of the population. So I'm not saying we're going to have famine, but we do know that that real food is becoming more expensive and harder to, not even harder to come by but real food is becoming more expensive and so we've got to really start to raise the consciousness on this teach our children and teach others um start eating real food you know you could say hey there's so many health coaches out in the world they're not enough there are not enough people right now who are teaching nutrition and health and wellness and what to eat and what not to eat. We need the revolution in this area. We need people to shed a lot of awareness on this, on this industry. And we also need people to shed awareness on what's happening with the economy and with the um, with cryptocurrencies and Bitcoin and blockchain. People need to get educated. We don't want to be dinosaurs during this era and find ourselves having worked so hard and then looking at so little when all it takes is just focusing a little bit on in a different direction on areas that we don't know much about. So I'm inviting you all to start thinking creatively and to start to use the genius within you and not to use your self-talk to limit yourself by saying, oh, well, I'm too old to start something. No, you're not. You know, um, I just re heard recently about some man who was 68 years young, who cr had a great thought. I forget his name right now. I'm sorry, everybody. But he had a really great thought. And it turned into a third in within a few years, it turned into a $30 million industry, because all he did was he saw a need um, that people didn't know that they wanted. And so sometimes it just takes that kind of a creative idea to create a need that people don't know they want. Think of uh, Steve Jobs when he created Apple 
and the Apple phone and the iPod. And nobody knew that they needed this. And like, look how dependent we are on our phones. You know, we could be driving somewhere and doesn't forgot our phone. We'll turn around and go back because that phone is attached to our body part at this point. And so this is such a need that's been created. And, you know, if you spend that time again in the morning looking at, well, you know, what genius ideas do I have? What And of course, you know, you're all geniuses. We're all geniuses. We just haven't been trained to think of ourselves as geniuses. And one of the things that I really encourage people to do also is to get a copy of my book, Children Who Know How to Know. Because in this book, I talk about neuroscience. I talk about thoughts. I talk about language. I talk about teaching yourself as an adult and then young people and how you can relate to young people to teach them how to use language effectively and to use language to create and not just be a follower in this one. Um, right now, we know that consciousness is so powerful and future history, the future history that we are going to be creating is nothing more than the sum total of many future decisions. So our consciousness, what we are creating is going to be the sum total of all of the future decisions that we are making right now. So this is that opportune time to say, hey, you know what? I'm going to do something about my life and I'm going to do something about where we're headed as a collective. I'm going to make some changes and it all begins with us and using our genius creative force and power that will come to us through meditation and sitting quietly during daydreaming. You don't have to go into deep meditation. Sitting quietly in a chair and daydreaming is enough and just write it down, but make it a habit get consistent. Okay. Um, I've got some time over here. And if anybody wants to um, send in a question right now, type in a question, call in with a question or a comment, uh, please call in. You know, all you need to do is hit that call button on your phone. If you're using a phone or on your, on your laptop or computers, and I'd love to hear some comments and calls and uh, questions, anything. Anybody have something that they want to share or ask a question about? All right. Okay. No questions? Nothing, Nata? So quiet. <laughs> okay. Well, um, then I'm going to pose some questions for you. So going forth this week, using the energy of Uranus in Taurus, which is going to be there for a few years, I'm going to invite you to come up with a list of five topics every single day or five ideas that you may want to think about, allow your, your own genius to come in there. Then those of you on the call, I'm going to ask you, hey, send me an email if you'd like to have a private session with me, 20 minutes, my, my gift to you. It's ellie at elliemolina.com. And then the areas that we're going to need change in, in case you're saying, well, what can I change? Because you don't want to be a follower. So just areas that are going to need a lot of attention right now will be anything and everything that is concerned with the environment. So a new growing generation of what I call planetarians, 
you know, back in the day we were humanitarians and we cared about humanity and we still care about humanity. Only we've got to extend that vision. We've got to extend our focus so that it's no longer about just humans on the planet. It is about the planet itself. We need to take action to protect the planet. So we need planetarians. We need people who can teach us about finance. Let us know what's happening. How can we, um, people who aren't involved in what's happening in the crypto market and understand what are the coming trends that are happening right under our noses? Like what can we do and how can we prepare ourselves for this? You know, we need people who can educate us in this area. We need people who can educate us in raising conscious children. Uh, this is a huge, I'm not going to call it a market, okay, but this is a need, all right? People, we need to change the way that we are speaking. We need to change the way that we are thinking. We need to change the way that we are doing things. We are working on an old old paradigm that is hundreds of years old, hundreds, um, about what's possible and what's not possible. Oh, I can't do that, or I can't do that. That's not possible. When we know already that all of that defies the quantum field, and it all goes against what we know about the way the world works, really. We know that telepathy is a natural thing. We know that intuition is just another, another um, sense that we've just not used. These are all things that we already know. We've got people remote viewing, moving objects with their minds. We've got incredible things. We can change the quantum field when we look at something. And all of this is possible. So why are we still operating in such an old, outdated system and continuing to teach our children such old, outdated methods of thinking? We don't even teach them to think. We teach them to sit quietly and shut up while we talk. So, um, you know, there are so many areas right now. And with Uranus in Taurus, it is prime time for anybody listening, for you, for every single one of us right now to make the genius changes that the earth and the, is calling for. All right, everybody, we've done my 30 minutes today. I'm going to have a special guest for you next week, not telling. All right, and right now, if you are on this call, you're welcome to 20 minutes. Email me at elliemolina.com, and I wish you a happy and wonderful week ahead. All right, take care, everybody, and thank you all for being here today. Okay, take care. Thanks so much for being here. My love to you and many blessings. Make this a wonderful day and a wonderful week and a fabulous month. All right, take care. Bye-bye.